0: Hold your word. We will worship.
1: you. Yeah.
2: Did try to come up and maybe are streaming at this time. God bless you guys for your your efforts and uh, just, just travel safe back home and, and be safe at home. Amen. And then let's we'll, uh, pray for us up here that we can we can get back down the mountain. Amen. Well, let's let's start off the service with the battle is the Lord.
3: Be the name of the Lord, oh, and blessed be the name of the Lord, oh blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord, most high, oh blessed be the name of the Lord, oh blessed be the name of the Lord. Be the name of the Lord, most high. Our God is tremendous.
2: Oh, when I'm in need, I call
3: on the Lord, and He hears me. Yes, He helps me. He is faithful and true, won't forget His own. Oh, my companion, my best friend, the only true God. There's no one greater, wonderful Savior, Jesus, the Lion of Judah. Oh, our God is tremendous, His strength never failing. He goes through the fire just to save a sinner. Yes, He is almighty and he sends his angels to guide me. God cannot handle our God and simplicity revealed in you and me. Came down from His glory and gave us the victory. Greatest love story. in Jehovah Nessie, the great enforcer, God Almighty will fight your battles will stand for you, your victories will come not the way that you think they should, but my great Jehovah just loves a paradox to stay in your position and watch the miraculous come into action, oh. Our God is tremendous, His strength never faileth He goes through the fire just to save a sinner Yes, He is almighty, He was His angels to guide me There is no sword our God cannot handle Our God in simplicity revealed in you and me Came down from His glory and gave us the victory the greatest of store Our God is tremendous Oh, our God is tremendous The strength never faileth He goes through the fire Just to save a sinner Yes, He is almighty He sends His angels To guide me Our God cannot handle Our God in simplicity Revealed in you and me Came down from His glory And gave us the victory The greatest love story Amen Oh Father in heaven We love you Oh we lift your name the earth. May Your kingdom be established in our praises, as Your people declare Your mighty works. Oh, blessed be the Lord God, Almighty. Days and days to come Blessed be the Lord Let us worship Him. Oh, we lift Your name in all the earth. Oh, may Your kingdom be established in our praises. As Your people declare Your mighty words, so oh blessed. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who lives forever. Blessed be the Lord God. Oh, blessed be the Lord God.
2: Prayer. This is thing I love Him. I love Him. Amen. Brother Sam, could I ask you to open up in a word of prayer this morning? We just have one prayer request. Our, our sister Serene Riddell uh, put in a prayer request for her daughter um, has low blood pressure and uh, passed out and is in, in the hospital uh, today. So we just want to remember uh, her this morning. Amen. This is saying I love Him. I love Him. Amen.
3: I love Him. Ah
0: Yes, you oh got
2: have a a baby dedication this morning. Our brother Ellie and sister Mimi are going to dedicate their baby. So just as they come, and brother Tom comes, I know this is one of brother Tom's favorite songs, Jesus Loves Me. Amen. Let's just sing this as they come. Oh,
3: Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so little ones to him be
1: How's he doing this morning? He's doing fine. Okay. Tells me so. What a morning. What a morning. We're thankful that we can bring our children before the Lord Jesus Christ. We do not believe in uh, baptisms of our babies. We believe, of course, in the dedication of our children. And it gives me great pleasure to um, dedicate... Elijah Yanis Guzara. This morning, as mom and dad are standing here proud, you can see how proud they stand, and they should be. So this morning, Elijah Yanis, I I, I got a French lesson last night. In French, it's Ali, and in English, it's Elijah. So this morning, we are dedicating Elijah Yanis and the name Elijah, which most of us know, is Jehovah, is God. Jehovah is God. That's a great declaration. And then Janus is a gift of God. So Jehovah is God and a gift of God. So I just have a couple of scriptures, if you don't mind. And, and we'll just read them over. Moses was saying to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 6 and 4, Hear ye, all Israel... The Lord thy God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. You say, well, Brother Tom, why are you reading that scripture? Well, the Bible says in Proverbs 22 and 6, says, Train your child up in the way that it should go. And when he's old, he will not depart. So Moses was now giving us direction. Hear ye, old Israel. The Lord thy God is one God. He's not a trinity. He's a one God. And he's, and now he's laying it out. Thou shalt love this one God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul, and all your might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in, be in thine. And thou shalt teach them. So train them up. You shall teach them, Ellie diligently unto your children. Talk to them when you sit down in thy house to hear the glories of God. Talk to them. Train them. And when thou walkest by the way, when you go to the park, honey, our God is one. He's the mighty Lord Jesus. And when thou liest down and they lay down, you pray with them at night. Train them in the way that they shall go. And then Brother Bram goes on to say. We know then that Jehovah of the old. Is Jesus of the new. Let me walk with you Jesus. May the Lord Jesus walk with his little darling Elijah. That the Lord Jesus has given you. Jehovah of the old is Jesus of the new. And it takes a revelation by the Holy Spirit to make you understand that. So teach them in their down sittings and in their lying downs. Guide them and lead them. But the Ram said in Revelation of Jesus Christ, he said, he said, now we find God in Moses, God in Elijah. So we can't look at the past. But the Ram says, you look to the past, you look to the future. But now let's look to the present. If there was a God that was in Moses, there's got to be a God in Elijah. The same, uh, same God that was in Elijah of old. He's the same. There was Elijah. He was a man of God. He came out of the cave, and he performed the miracle on that Sheminite woman. Elijah came on the scene, and Elijah, he said, is of God, and he said Elijah knew he was a man of God. Now, there's a big difference to know about God, but to know that he is a man of God. He didn't brag about it. He didn't pop off about it. I like to how the prophet said that. But he knew he was a man of God. May this little Elijah grow up in the presence of Almighty God. Say, I'm a man of God. I'm a son of the king. And may God bless your home. And final scripture is 2 Timothy 1 and 2. For I know, may it be personal now to him and to you. For I know in whom I have believed, persuaded and able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. May he have that knowledge of knowing this God. Amen. Well, he's a darling. Amen. Let's bow our heads in the word of prayer. Father, we could sing, he's here. Elijah's God is with us today. And it wouldn't be a a past, but it is of a present. And I'm cradling in my arms, Elijah, Giannis. And Lord, Mom and Dad are standing here so desiring that the blessing of God would be upon this child. Lord, that you would put, Lord, your presence around him. Watch over him. Bless him. And may he be like Elijah of old. to know I am a man of God. I know you in the power of your resurrection. Lord, he didn't speak boldly about it, but he just knew. And may that knowledge and revelation be Elijah's portion. Lord, this little bundle of life you've given to this home. Give the parents wisdom, guidance, leadership in the spirit to lead this little jewel into those great pearly gates. We commit this child and dedicate him to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There you go. You've waited. <laughs> God bless you, Sister Mimi. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, go ahead.
2: I would just like to sing Falling in Love with Jesus. Just sing a few more songs before going go into the word. Amen. Oh,
3: falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Oh, falling in love with Jesus was the best thing that I've ever done. Falling in love. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Oh, falling in love with Jesus was the best thing that I've ever done in his arms. In His arms, I feel protected In His arms, I'm never disconnected In His arms, I feel protected There's no place I'd rather be In His arms, oh, it's in His arms I feel protected In His arms, I'm never disconnected Oh, in His arms, I feel protected no place I'd rather be falling in love. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. ever done. Amen.
2: Why don't we stand and let's sing just before Brother Tom comes. When I think about the Lord. Amen. We have something to be grateful of. How he saved us. How he redeemed us. Amen. We don't have to worry about the things of the world around us. Amen. But we
3: can shout hallelujah. Amen. Let's just sing that. Oh when I think about the Lord. How He saved me, and how He raised me, and how He filled me with the Holy Ghost, and how He healed me to the uttermost when I think about the Lord, and how He picked me up and He turned me around down place my feet on solid ground it makes me wanna shout oh hallelujah thank you jesus oh lord you're worthy of all the glory and all the honor and all the praise It makes me want to shout Oh, hallelujah Oh well, thank you, Jesus Lord, you're worthy Of all the glory And all the honor And all the praise Oh, and when I think about the Lord, how He saved me, how He raised me, how He filled me with the Holy Ghost, and how He healed me to the utmost. When I think about the Lord, how He picked me up. And He turned me around. And now we placed my feet oh once on the ground. It just makes me wanna shout, Oh hallelujah, oh thank.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Everybody happy? (laughs) They're happy that you're stuck at camp. Is that why you're happy? You don't have to go to work, don't have to go home, don't have to (laughs) do anything. Well, we want to greet the saints back home. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God bless you. We can't see you, but we know you're there. We're praying for the meeting this morning. We love you dearly and trust that God will meet you in a special way through the opening of the Um, we don't know exactly when we'll be back home. Brother Todd, you're a warrior. We want to give Brother Todd a hand. (laughs) The Lord Jesus brought you through. Amen. Stuck in the water and got through. Well, you've been baptized again. (laughs) But it's a wonderful thing that men will chance something to hear the word of God, Brother Todd. And that means very much to me. And God bless you for that. And we'll take care of you. Don't you worry. We don't know when the, when the road is going to open. It's closed going and it's closed coming. So, uh, by the grace of God, we have enough food for a couple of days. (laughs) We can have some fellowship. We can enjoy one another. And, uh, it is what it is. It's like I, like I thank you. Who said that? (laughs) I needed that. We have a, um, it's a unique situation. We come to, uh, together and we have a Thanksgiving dinner. And I want to thank all the sisters. All the sisters and the brothers that labored to put it on. It was wonderful. The unfortunate part when you get my age, that belt loop goes to the next notch. And there's, when there's an, <laughs> no more notches, you got to go another size. So, thank you sisters for contributing to my problem. It was a, a lovely evening. We had a great time of fellowship, and it was nice to be with you. Well, we've got um, want to bring greetings to you from Brother Biskel this morning. He wanted to be sure again to be brought before you and. I got a note this morning that Sister Rotunda, she's moving back to Africa. And uh, she's going uh, to be married. And she's going to be married in Zimbabwe. Uh, her fiancé and husband-to-be just finished his doctor doctor's um, degree. And they'll be moving down to South Africa. She was the one that was um, Sister Anno. She witnessed the Sister Anno. So she means a lot to us that we could have Anna within our assembly. So may the Lord bless our sister Atunda. God bless her immensely. Well, here we are. What do you say? Man, I heard that rain coming down last night, and I thought, what on earth is going on here? Who would have thought we'd be stuck here up at Mount Baker camp? But you know, when the Lord told Moses to go to the mountain and worship him, right, I don't know who the Moses is, but I know we're on a mountain. But I know the God of of Moses, and he's certainly here with us this morning. Just let your, don't worry about anything. We're Hey, we're safe. We're in a building, in the presence of God. We've got people that love us, care for us. So all is well. As we often say, this is no surprise to the Lord. The Lord knew this before the foundation of the world, that, Gab, you'd be standing right there. And we'd be worshiping God together. I mean, this is marvelous. I mean, if the Lord wanted us to go home, we would have all gone home last night. But here we are. Saints are at home, warm, safe, and going to their beds. And we will go to our cabins. So pray for us in Cloverdale that we enjoy our next night's sleep. Amen. All right, they checked the conditions as I said, and the conditions are closed. So, we're just going to make uh, maybe this afternoon we'll have lunch after the meeting, and then um, we'll make an announcement lunch what we're going to do this afternoon. So, we're here, we might as well praise the Lord, testify, sing, preach. We got Murphy here, we got Brother Jean here, we got Michael here. Where's Michael? He's hiding somewhere. But we got enough around here. We're going to enjoy the presence of the Lord and this opportunity. This is an opportunity to praise our God. So let's bow our heads in a word of prayer, please, as we approach the Lord Jesus. Our dear Heavenly Father, we love you with a great love. We look to you, the Lamb of God, to lead us, guide us, protect us, keep us, Lord, under the wings of the Almighty. We're thankful, Lord, that you brought Brother Todd safely through. Could have been worse, could have been terrible. But Lord, he's here praising the Lord Jesus Christ. And we love you, Lord, for watching over your children. And all those that have traveled back, well, Lord, we're thankful that they made it safe. So, Father, we come to the word of God. We pray now that you will anoint the word, anoint the speaker and hearer. And, Father, that we can rejoice in the opening of your word. Lord, this is a tremendous time we're living in. God, we want to give you all the glory, honor, and praise as we sung. Thank you for this gathering. Asking now, open the word. Bless your people here and in Cloverdale. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to our Bibles, please. I'd like to turn to Genesis. I like to, talk, I like to speak on a subject on the resurrection. On the resurrection. Now, I'm going to uh, um, maybe be a little bit more pointed this morning, taking some of the scripture, under, letting the, maybe the young people start to understand that this is not just a message of William Branham. You, you've got to somehow start understanding that this is a message of the resurrection that God has given to William Branham so that we could understand where we are at in the resurrection don't look for a tomorrow because maybe we're here to go home (laughs) you don't know but I'm going to take some scriptures this morning and, and don't take offense just say ouch, amen glory to God let's go forward all right. So like to read Genesis chapter 5 verse 22. Genesis chapter 5 verse 22. Now, the first thing it says here, and Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch, again the scripture says, walked with God. He was not, for God took him. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. How many have heard that Enoch walked with God and was not? I would say 100% of us. And And we say it so casually. But this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. That there was a man of God. That could walk with God. And all of a sudden God said. Come home with me. That's a tremendous walk. And that's a tremendous translation. That is a tremendous rapture message. And so often we've heard that. Okay Noah was a type of the the foolish virgin that had to go through tribulation. But before tribulation came, God took Enoch. And we have to figure out, am I an Enoch or am I a Noah? Now we can use, Brother Bram does use it uh, in, in various forms. He'll talk about Noah being a type of the bride, going into the ark. We understand that. But we also know that he also said that Enoch was a type of the bride taken up before tribulation and, and Noah were floated over tribulation. We understand all that. So now we're focusing on what this whole reason for God having a man walk with God and was not. I have to say to you this morning, whether it be here or at home, that there is a people that are actually walking with God and they're going to take on this translation. And I, I, I you know, it, I can I can speak loud. I can speak direct. I can speak with vigor or just softly like this. And try and encourage you into the faith. But it's saying that you have to have your walk with God. And that you have to say, I'm going to walk with God. And I'm going to actually go on a rapture. I'm not caring about church politics. I'm not talking about anything that tries to take our minds off. God never sent a prophet for getting our eyes on this terra firma. He sent a prophet to get your eyes on a rapture. And that is the distractions of Satan that wants to focus our minds on problems, situations. Saints, we have to walk with God because there's going to be a people that will walk with God and are not. And I have to believe that either I'm one of them and you are one of them. And that's why we're here this morning. We're not here at Cloverdale Bible Way to make a church. Does everybody understand that? We've never come to church to be a church. We are the church. And we're a church that's going to go into another dimension. Because God came from one dimension. Came into this dimension. To get us from this dimension. Into that dimension. Is that right? I want everybody to stay with me this morning. Because we're going to move from here to rapture. Okay. And I want you to come along actually. Because I'm going to a city. 1500 miles high. And I don't know who my neighbor's going to be. But I'd love you all to be my neighbors. I don't even know how that's going to happen. I don't know if we're all in dimensional realms. I don't know what that is. But there's a city of gold. There's a city where Jesus Christ is the light thereof. And that's where we're going. That's what we got to keep focused on. This stuff is stuff. This is just stuff. Can you turn to Mark chapter 16? Mark chapter 16 verse 12. I'm going up, 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 up. I'm going up where I'm going up (laughs) in that first resurrection. I'm going up. Amen. Mark chapter 16, verse 12. The Bible says here after that he appeared in another form. Now, here is Jesus who is now the manifestation. He was Messiah. God in Morphe, the almighty God, formed himself a body, came from that dimension to this dimension to die for us, to redeem the elect, to purchase you, the bride of Jesus Christ. God left glory to come to humanity, left humanity to come back to us, to bring us to glory. Did you get that? You with me? Okay, Daniel, we're going on a ride this morning. We're going on a gospel ship into another dimension. And after, now remember, he's he's hung on a cross. He was put in the sepulcher. And now here you he had women come to the sepulcher. And they found that there was no body. And then they ran back to the disciples. And the disciples, they ran there. And they said, they're bewildered. But he said, I'm the resurrection and the life. He said, "Destroy this temple in three days. I'll raise it up." What were they hearing? Oh, 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 What were they hearing? Were they sitting in church like this when Jesus was talking? And vas- just say amen. Just say amen, because he told them that this was going to happen. And not one of them clued in. Isn't that amazing? So let's just go on. We're just laying a little foundation. After that, he appeared in another form. So now he's gone from this dimension to another dimension, back to this dimension. God immorphy, changing his form. Brother Bram said, now God immorphy, changing his form. In a people. God has a reason to be walking with us. He's not in some heaven place. He is here walking with us now. Now, watch. After that, He appeared in another form unto the two of them, and they walked. They went in the country, and they went and told it unto the residue. How would you like to be called the residue? <laughs> hey, hey, folks. He's risen. We talked to him, residue. Hmm? And the residue. Neither believed they them. That is scary. Here's the resurrected King of Kings talking to two men, telling him, It'd be like Murphy and I. We're just going for a walk. Right? And we're walking along. And here comes Jesus. In another form. And me running. Hey everybody at Mount Baker and at Cloverdale. He's raised from the dead. I don't believe you Tom. Oh God help us. We're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. Brother Graham taught, taught us this. And so you can see why Satan's little imps will try to occupy your minds to get you off of this. Because if he can get your mind off this, Brother said you've got to keep on talking about him. Ta- keep on thinking about him. And then Jesus himself will draw an eye. If there is no resurrection, this gospel is in vain. And God so mightily visited our generation through the veil of a prophet where he said, this is not William Branham. This is the Lord God who created the heaven and the earth. I'm using his lips. Who was that? That was God speaking to you and I to get our eyes off of this. And look heavenward. Hallelujah. We get so earthly minded. And it it occupies the politics of it. Let it go. God's children love Christ. They love his word. Amen if there is in this life only we have hope and there is no resurrection we of all men are most miserable but i want to tell to you this morning there is a resurrection he's alive and he's well and he's living in me jerry to tell this world that this messiah is now being unveiled in a people Act like him. Speak like him. Talk like him. You don't need to backbite and backstab and this and do that. Speak about him. Him. Preach the word. Right? Brother John, this is the quote. We'll go back. I preached four messages on this one quote and I didn't even quote it. Brother John quoted it. Preach the word. Explain the word. But you've got to receive the word. You can preach it. You can hear it. But until you receive it. It means nothing. Oh hallelujah. That's what sets it afire. People are so caught up in stuff. And that's why they're, they're wet blankets. Huh? You're talking one about this, you know about that, and hear about this, and hear about that. I want to talk about Jesus. The king of kings is he. Let's talk about him. Amen. And when you receive that revelation, it's something from the unseen. I preach this down, down in Texas. I preach because that unseen is coming out of that immortal realm into this realm. To catch your revelation. Give you a revelation. So that you can move from this realm. To that realm. Outside of that you're going nowhere. And I don't know what it would do. If I put an electrical socket under your seat. To jab you this morning. To shock you. You would come alive. You would absolutely come alive. Woohoo. You can sit there to think that the greatest event, the greatest event of all humanity is Jesus Christ rapturing a people and putting them into a new land. That's the hour and time you're living in right now. Amen. Now I see it. And he says, once you see it, every muscle in your body it's sad. No, gotcha right. He said every muscle in your body's rejoicing. God made it real, and that's why. Then He takes that right over to rapture and says to you, "It's just one more of those immortal realm revelations, bringing you into another realm." That's why He said, "Pray for revelation more than you ever have." You'll pray for your sons and daughters and friends and this. But when you get up in the morning and you have your little prayer meeting, you remember, Lord Jesus, unless you give me a revelation of the rapture, I'm not going to make it. I need a revelation. Oh, uh, hallelujah. Come by here, my Lord. Kumbaya. That's all they're doing. You know, they like that airy-fairy feeling. But saints of God, this is where real men and women bear down on the word of God and say, God sent a prophet. That prophet came to get you in a rapture. Didn't call us to have a church. He called us for a rapture. He called your mummy. He called your daddy. And he predestinated you young people to be in this body. God knew you before anybody. You say, well, I don't have a testimony. Yeah, you got a testimony. I walk with God and I am not. Yeah. Amen. We've had some tough times. We're going to have some tougher times. Oh boy, that one went over real well. I didn't say hear anybody jump to their feet and say, glory be to Jesus. Count it all joy when I fall into divers temptation and testing. Glory. Oh, well, come? You've been taught well. Huh? What do trials bring? Character. Character, victory, and gives you a place to sit on the throne. Oh, I'm going through such a hard time. Really? Good. I, I, I told you it to gets a little squeaky here. Huh? I'm just going through a hard time, right Tom. This is happening, and this is happening, and this is happening. Well, praise the Lord. God knows how to sift, God knows how to glean. God knows how to push. God knows how to pull. God knows how to rapture. Huh? All he kept on giving, word, give him word, give him word, give him word, fall away. Give him word, fall away. Give him word, fall away. away. Will you leave me too, Peter? Who can we go to? Thou alone has the words of eternal life. Give us the word. We don't want anything else but Jesus. Walk with God. Walk with this message. Hallelujah. Here he says in the message called evidence of the resurrection, oh, here is where I want you to see. Here is where I want you to see. Not only was some, uh, there something that was happening, but there's a prophecy and a shadow of something to come. Let's turn to Luke 24. Luke 24. Luke 24, we can start reading that first verse. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the sepulcher bringing the spices which they prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And everybody rejoiced. Everybody was just thrilled to pieces. This is amazing. And it came to pass... As they were much. Perplexed. Where's Jesus? There about two men stood. By them in shining garments. Those were angels. Anybody here talk to an angel lately? Hmm? Two shining. He's not here. Whom you seek. You're seeking the living. Amongst the dead. But He. Is where he told you. In Galilee. And brother Bram makes reference. He said the reason the angels knew. They were there. And brother Bram goes on to say. And so are they here. Right beside you. But oh we got our thoughts. We got our worries. We can't get past a little water. (laughs) We're going to die. No we're not going to die. God's got us trapped here for a reason. Mm -hmm. so now here come two men these are angels can you imagine Joe shining so here there they were perplexed two men stood in them shining garments and as they were afraid they bowed down their faces to the earth they said unto them why seek ye the living among the dead he's not here but he's risen remember he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee Son of man must be delivered in the hands of sinful man. And so now they're preaching to them. And then they remembered his words. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and other women that were with them, which told them these things. And their words seemed to be... Everybody following in the Bible? Can you fill in the blank for me? I stopped there. And their words seemed to be What? Scary, huh? Remember, this is a type and a shadow. We know the message. Modern events are made clear by prophecy. This is the text. Events made clear by prophecy. This is the text. And as they have now spoken to angels... And you say, well, God sent a mighty angel in this hour to get me ready. And for some, it's just idle words. Imagine. Idle words. As we go on, it seems like the words get even dimmer. But it should be getting stronger. Not dimmer, stronger. The church should be getting stronger, not weaker. More like him, not less like him. Amen. Idle tales. And they believe them not. My. What's happening to these? These are disciples. These are women that have followed the Lord Jesus. Hello. Then arose Peter. And he ran into the sepulchre. Stooped down. Held the linen cloths. Laid by by themselves. Departed. Wondering in himself. At what was this that come to pass? Now here's our subject. Here comes two of them. Two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus which was from Jerusalem 3 score furlongs. They talked together of all the things which had happened and it came to pass that while they communed and this is a great secret while they communed together and reasoned jesus himself drew near and went with them what was he doing you think that jesus was hiding in the bush or did he just appear (laughs) he just appeared jesus doesn't need to hide in a bush he's there and jesus himself drew near jesus appeared And now he asks the question. You don't think Jesus didn't know their very thoughts? You you don't think that Jesus knew everything? But he had to hear it from them, Jack. I'm going to hear it from you. What do you think, Jack? What do you think about this resurrection? Well, I thought I would never see the end of high school. (laughs) Hey, let's get real. Let's talk about it. My children will never see elementary school. That's what we thought. I thought I would never get married. Now look at me. Never thought we would have children. Never thought we'd see them go to school. Here we are walking on. We thought. He was going to take the Romans. Rip. Them out of Jerusalem. Set up his kingdom. So they thought. God has different thoughts. Because this was going to be a type and shadow. For you and me. And this is why I want to address this this morning because this is a prophecy of today. This is a prophecy today. Oh, brother, Bramges! I now read it, reread it again. Oh, here is where I want you to see: not only was this something that had happened, but it's a prophecy. And a shadow of something that's going to happen. So what you're reading and what we're reading this morning. Is a type and a shadow of not just what happened back there. But it's now, of a now. Where people can walk with Jesus. And not even realize they're walking with Jesus. They've heard all the prophecies. They've heard everything. But I, I'm, I'm going to encourage you by the time we get there. So Jesus said unto them, what manner of communication are you guys talking about here? Why are you sad? <laughs> I think Brother Biscoe said it years ago, Brother Todd and I, I, I think I leapt out of my chair. Here are two men on the road to Emmaus, sad, and here he is ripping the keys off the devil. <laughs> well, come on, man. He's conquering another kingdom. And in this kingdom, oh my goodness, what are we doing here? How come we're still here? God has a purpose. God has a reason. Amen. Why are you sad? A message came so that you could conquer the same kingdom he conquered. Amen. Same Jesus in bride form. Amen. Take the keys from the devil. He's got no authority. And we, and we got this fight. And we got this fight. We got this fight. Just leave the devil's fight themselves. We've got another objective. Heaven. Heaven. What are these guys thinking? Walking away from Jerusalem. Because you know the rest of the story. They went back. Sometimes we leave and we should be going back to where we left. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want you to see. This is a prophet telling you. Here's what I want you to see. Not only was that something that happened, but that was a prophecy and a shadow of something that's going to happen. Jesus himself drew near. How many times have Brother Ram said, He's here? He's here. He's not 10 feet from me. He's here. He proved to them time after time for 33 years. The angel of the Lord himself drew near to your generation. Come on, people. Don't be sad. Rejoice. This angel has come to you. Hallelujah, Stefan! The angel of the Lord was not going to lose you. He wasn't going to lose these two. What do you think you're doing? And so he stayed with them. He stayed with them, Murphy. He stayed with them. Mile after mile. Year after year. He stayed with them. He stayed with them. Can I get ahead of myself? He stayed with them until they got it. Come on. He stayed with them until they got it. That's the resurrection. Let's get back to Jerusalem. He'll stay with us until we get it. Amen. Just don't go nowhere. Let Jesus draw near to you. Let the word become real to you. Read your Bible. Pray. Listen to these messages. He'll stay with you, saints. As it was in the days of Noah, I said to the brothers, really? Is it going to be this literal? Maybe we have to flip this building upside down. As it was in the days of Noah, I go, oh my goodness, really that close? <laughs> okay, brothers, let's get the chainsaw, flip this over, <laughs> jump in the boat. But it was as it was in the days of Noah, so it should it be in the revealing of the Son of Man. Now when I get into the message, part of the Son of Man part, the Son of Man, Brother Bram said, is Jesus Christ. It's the revealing of Jesus Christ. He said the Son of Man is Elohim. It's the Almighty God. So in the days of, as it was in the days of Noah, when you see the perversion on every hand, and don't tell me it's not getting worse. The perversion that it's getting worse, and we just get boiled and boiled and start to accept it. We see a, a couple of lesbians and homosexuals walking down the street. And we say, oh, that, that's weird, but that's... No, it's, it's a blasphemy. It's blasphemy. It's perversion to the highest. Oh, Tom, Brother Tom, you're not political correct. What are you thinking? Well, I am thinking. I'm thinking God's thoughts don't start accepting this weirdness he she it we were was if you want to be called a cat be a cat really I want to be called a son and daughter of God that's what I want leave me alone we're going home Jesus himself drew near he's trying to let you know I am present I'm speaking to you open my eyes Lord this morning We aren't a church. We are a bride. Brother Bram said, I know on the opening of the seals. He said, we no longer call you church. What did he say? I call you what? Bride. Bride. We are a bride. Bible says in verse 5, "Then they were afraid and they bound down their faces. Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember? So I thought I'd titled the message. Remember. Remember. God sent a prophet. Remember. The angel of God was with that prophet. Remember. It's, it's, it's. Remember? He said he's with wherever two or three are gathered in my name. Remember. Good- Come on saints. Cosine. He's walking with us. Yeah, Amen. He knows your problems. He knew their problems. He just let them talk about it. Yep, he let him talk about it until he was fed up. He said, I've had enough of this. Let me give you prophecy. Wasn't it spoken of Moses that the Lord thy God shall raise a prophet like unto him? And then he started in the Psalms and started taking them through the scripture. And starting to tell them, trying to let them awaken by the what word? It was the word. Their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said unto them, what manner of communications are these that you have with one another and you walk and are sad? But the word stayed with them. Come on, predestinated. What's your problem? He knows every problem. He knew their sadness. They were sad. He knew what caused the sadness. And so he was just going to allow them to speak their hearts. No matter how impossible. Brother Bram goes on to say. No matter how impossible it seems that it will not be. Are you listening? When the time of promise draws nigh. No matter how impossible. Impossible. That it will, that it will not be. When the time of promise draws nigh, God will make this heap up to fit His prophetic promise. Do you believe it? So He's allowing all this to take place, to pile up, heap up for His prophetic promise to take place. But the ram goes on to say, "For I say unto you, a greater than Solomon is here. I say unto you, a greater than Jonah is here. Who is it? Who is it? Now we ask them the question: Who is it? Who is this greater than Jonah? Who is? How many's ever listened to that tape? Hmm? A greater than Solomon is here." People want to get spiritual? I'll give you the answer. Eat the book. He said a greater than Jonah is here. A greater than Solomon is here. Who is it? He said it's the resurrected Jesus Christ. The son of God is here. What does that mean? And it was flying over everybody's head. The resurrected Jesus Christ is here. The same one that was walking with them on the road to Emmaus. Was a type in the shadow of you and I today. I would say don't be sad. Lord what was the end of that story? And he opened their eyes. And they saw it was him. And they ran six miles to tell everybody else what they were already told before he's resurrected. Oh, but to you, young people, it becomes a story. But when you meet him in the power of his resurrection, it is more than a story. It's a living reality. It becomes a living reality. And they begin to understand that their friend, the man that eat with them, talked with them, associated with them, fished with them, laid in the woods with them, that fulfilled every word of the promised hour there, it was. They walked six miles. It seemed a very short time. I suppose. And they heard a six hour sermon. On vindicated prophecy. I've only been 45 minutes. We got four hours and 15 minutes to go. Or five hours and 45 minutes. Look. Look. Brother Bram said in A Prophet Like Unto Moses, we're looking forward. Is everybody listening now? We're looking forward to the greatest event that ever happened to all history or ever will. The second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to catch his church to himself and take her to himself. This indeed, the greatest event that will ever happen and ever will be, is taking place right now. (laughs) It's taking place right now. The resurrected king is here. Didn't Brother Branham say, and who is this Melchizedek? Which I have in my notes here. And who is this Melchizedek? When Brother Branham met Melchizedek, he figured that Jerusalem, he was close to this new Jerusalem because the king of kings was there. King priest, King Jesus was there. So he said, he thought New Jerusalem was coming down. But we got King Jesus. We have King Melchizedek. We have King Priest. We have King of Kings. And this New Jerusalem is coming down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Looking forward to the greatest event. Think about it now. You are the greatest event. You are the greatest event event that will ever happen in human history or ever will happen those are incredible statements and i you can read this message for 47 years and you just read it again and say why hadn't i read that before but it's at a time and a season that god is really trying to deal with us to move us away from looking around us to looking up for your redemption draw nigh he said hallelujah hallelujah so you might as well say hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah he said I'm sure you see what I'm talking about it's waved over the people brother Graham in the rising of the sun first time it ever come forth it is the bride age for the resurrection it's the bride age for the resurrection will be a message that will come to full maturity and turn back again in its full power we got a problem uh, who's bright here you guys say i'm bright then if it's turning back in its full power then god is running and working and walking in a people getting us ready because of the relationship God wants with His bride, what a what a promise! The realization of the greatest event of all history is just the time of the promise drawing nigh. Now, we are in the happening. <laughs> Great. Ah, uh, okay. We've got a few brides here. We got a few brides that just got married. Mm-hmm. They count not the days, not only the days, they counted the last hours. They counted the last hours to the last minute. Then they got ready and they got dressed and they were running away from the altar. No, they couldn't wait for those church doors to open so that they could be married. We are in that happening. We are in that happening. It's the greatest event of all history, your prophet said the greatest event of all history we're in it we're in it why do you think the devil's fighting you so hard tearing this tearing that doing this doing that getting your minds all confused upside down upset forget it look up your redemption draw nigh messiah is here jesus is here Hallelujah. We worship him. We adore him. We praise him. We glorify him. Amen. He's the king. He's here. If we can't praise him here, you won't praise him there. So you might as well start praising him here. Amen, Brother Gabby. Let's praise him now. He's worthy. He's Messiah. He's walking with you. Oh, I don't know what we get in our minds, but we have cars, we have uh, we have buildings. They had tents, mud huts, and camels. Uh huh. They lived a very simple, simple life, but believed a very wonderful word. We live a complicated life, but nevertheless, this is a glorious word. They didn't worry about. Hey, you think their camel worried about that little river? Huh? (laughs) Little camel gets up, (laughs) just walks across that little river. What's your problem? Here we are, got V8s. A little bit of water. We said let little things bother us so much when the big things we don't think about. The bigger thing is you get a rapture. Bigger thing, you get a new body. bigger thing brother mark you and i get to rejoice together for a million gillion years huh (laughs) now who else can talk like that this is the greatest event of all history and ever will be amen Amen. oh we're worried about this my son's going to graduate who cares what you're anti-education did i say that you said that i said who cares Now listen to the sign of his coming. Is it okay? Are you all right? I mean, we got all day, right? Wing! <laughs> Saints back home are going, oh no. <laughs> sign of his coming. Saints, right now I could leap over this pulpit, really? And I could run on every one of those seats. Right now, because the quote I'm going to read should have us all just raising our hands, glorifying God. He says, now, let me just talk to you for a minute. It's not me. Messiah.
0: <laughs>
1: Come on. It's not me talking to you. It's Messiah. Hallelujah. It's not me talking to this message. I gave you this message. Messiah gave you this message. Oh, we thought Brother Brown this, let's wear belt buckle, this, and let's wear jean shirts, let's all go hunting, let's all do this. That's not putting down the hunters, because that prophet loved hunting. But all of a sudden, us guys, I called myself a Pharisee hunter. Brother Biscoe asked me one day, do you want to go hunting? I said, no. the only tent I said is my backyard. And I was worried about the axe murderer. Yeah, I went hunting and I loved it. I loved it. And, but I had to learn hunting. People that are hunters are hunters. It's like a musician. Musician. Did that go over good or not? <laughs> You're the musician or not. You're the hunter or not. I'm not, I, but I love it. But now, Brother Bram's saying, it's not me. It's Messiah what is he trying to do open our eyes brother murphy he's trying to let us know hey let's get away from terra firma about our little problems this isn't william branham speaking to you this is almighty god jesus has drawn near to you telling you sally this is messiah messiah not me messiah It's the Messiah. Now Brother Benham comes to himself again. That was the Messiah talking through me. uh, uh, The resurrection's on, folks. Resurrection's on. Come on. Resurrection's on. Don't be sad. Don't be perplexed. Just say amen. amen. Resurrection's on. The promise. Time of the promise draws nigh. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. When he shall begin to sound the mystery of God shall be finished. 400 years. From Malachi. To the time of Jesus. 400 years. Incredible. But then you take. Let's take a look at this. From. John writing on the Isle of Patmos. And we take the book of Revelation. We so enjoy it. I love the book of Revelation. Brother Barham says it's the bride's book. He wrote that they say roughly and the theologians and everybody they argue between 19 or 95 AD 96 AD so let's just say for argument's sake it's 95 and we're here today 2020 21 going on 22 I'm trying to stay young you see So it's only 1,926 years going by for fulfillment of scripture. Okay, that's all right. So then from the time of Moses to the time of Jesus when the prophecy was, there'd be like a prophet like unto me. Daniel, I know you're so smart. Do you know how many years? It was from Moses to Jesus a lot. Just say a lot that will get you out of it. (laughs) But I'll give you the exact number, so they say. 1,591 years for the fulfillment of that prophecy to take place. So then from the seed of the woman that will crush the head of the serpent... Took 3,974 years to take place. We want it now. But you know what time does? Weeds it out. You ain't going to weed me out. Nope. Because Jesus himself drew near. Messiah came to my address. Amen. Jesus stayed with them. Until they got it. Jesus will stay with us until we catch this revelation you don't have to oh I gotta get it I gotta press it no you just gotta make yourself available like Mary said of old let it be unto me according to thy word it's not you calling heaven down or raising heaven up or doing anything it's just making yourself available but everything else in Laodicea occupied, occupies your mind mm-hmm everything Satan's Eden isn't here for you. Satan's Eden is created for his children. That's why the prophet would take so often, if you love the world or the things of the world, the love of God's not even in you. If you love Satan's Eden, you love hell. Can you turn with me, please, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. I would not have you ignorant, brethren. Concerning them that are asleep. That ye sorrow not. Even as others. Which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even so them. Also which sleep in Jesus. Will God bring with him. For this we say unto you. By the word of the Lord. That we which are alive. And remain. Unto the coming of the Lord. Shall not prevent them. Which are Asleep, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel. And with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise. Then we. Now notice that. We. Which are alive. Who's alive? Who's alive? There's an event taking place. We know, Brother Bram says in that rapture message, he does all three while he descends. So now let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at that scripture again. For the Lord, verse 16, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with a voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. In his first resurrection, when these were sad on the road to Emmaus, there were many seen in Jerusalem. Come on. Abraham and Sarah were walking in Jerusalem. That's what Brother Bram said. And then they took notice and, and Brother Bram said, they got, they got the revelation. Let's go. And the captain of the Lord of hosts took them up into glory. So in the first resurrection. The dead in Christ rose first. So now in this resurrection. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know. Make money. Get a bigger home. I don't know what we're looking for. But I know one thing. I'm looking for the dead in Christ to rise. I looked at somebody the other day. The back of their head. I said no way. No way. That can't be. And everybody has a head shape. They try and put a cap on. I still know your head. You put a cap on because you're bald. Some of us. I looked at that head and I studied it for a minute. I said, Lord, could this be? Could this be? And then I'm starting to feel myself. It can't be. Because I got to be changed. But it's an expectation that you live in. It's something that has to now start you being aware of. They had been told this for many years. And they still didn't even believe when the sisters came back to church and said, He's risen! And they thought it was just fable tales. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I think I want to believe you, Rena. Huh? They say, Oh, she's gone cuckoo. What were they thinking? But they weren't thinking. It took a revelation. And the whole experience of a believer is based on revelation. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them that which sleep in Jesus will he bring with him. What is happening here? Why do you come to church? Oh, it's Sunday. We must go to church. No, 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 no. We're fat. That's denominationalism. That's people that just got to do their religious duties. And people want you to come here. Want you to come there. Well, where would that come from? The bride's attracted to the word. I don't need email addresses. I don't need texting. I don't need somebody telling me I got to come to church. There's something in me that wants to go to church. It's what we are made of. The word himself. And I saw another mighty angel. So now we know Revelation 10.1. We can quote Revelation 10.1. I saw mother, another mighty angel. Who was that mighty angel? No. Who was that mighty angel? That came down and opened and gave the book to William Branham, Revelation 10.7. Who was that mighty angel? It had to be Jesus. And Brother Branham said there had to be an angel on earth to receive the book from the angel that came down. So God was coming from one dimension to another dimension trying to get us to his dimension. Amen. I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face were as the sun and his feet were pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little open book. And we say, oh, well, the seven seals are open. That becomes a, that becomes a saying. The seven seals are open. Uh, seven, you know, uh, you know, uh, God hidden and revealed simplicity and and we and we got all these vernacular, but do you know what's in that book? And then you know that every message that was preached after came out of that book? He couldn't preach what he preached after, and he said, after when he preached the token, that should have been the message that followed the seals. So every message that was coming out from after the opening was a result of the seals being opened. But Ram said in the third seal, and they know it was a book of revelation, uh, redemption as it on it there. But it's to be revealed in the last days according to Revelation 10 7. The angel is going to be given the message of that. And in the time of the sounding of the seventh angel, the message, when he sounds, all of the mystery shall be finished. Then after it's revealed, the angel comes down from heaven, which was Christ. Christ. Now remember, this angel is on earth, a messenger. Down comes Christ. You see him in the 10th chapter. Who walked with the disciples? Christ. Who opened the book? Christ. Who walks with you? Christ. Who wants to open your eyes? Jesus Christ. And he didn't leave them. He stayed with them. But they had to invite him. That's what separates the men from the boys. They needed to entreat him. To come and stay with him. Because their hearts burned as he spoke to them. But they had to do their part. Won't you stay with us? But he made like he would keep going on. But Jesus stayed with them until they caught it. Jesus will stay with you until you catch this. Don't let the devil put a fear in you. If he's called you, he's called you to redeem you. If he's called to redeem you, he's called to change you. Hallelujah. Brother Bram said in the breach. He did it for you. And now he comes to claim you. He claimed it for what? Not for himself but for us. He claimed the book for us. He is one of us. He's our kinfolk. Oh my. He's my brother. He's my savior. He's my God. He's my kinsman and redeemer. He is all and all. For what am I without him? We are nothing. I couldn't do anything without him. He's my all. And he's my standing. And now he's been interceding for us. Till this time. This time. He's been interceding till this time. Now he comes forth. Takes the book of redemption. Claims his right of what he did for us. You know in the 70s we used to preach. You know Abraham you better get a haircut. Mm -hmm. I need to see white walls. Right Ken? Wouldn't even let us go witness unless we had a nice haircut. And the sisters, hems had to be so high. Heels had to be so low. You weren't around, Murphy. Ken and I went to the school of hard knocks. And and, and that was the level that was being preached in many churches. Many churches. And now, who's ever heard that? Have you heard me say, hey, sisters, you better pull your skirts down? If you don't have your skirts down now, there's a sad story going on here. Sad, sad, sad story. That's, that's not even ABC's. And so now what he's trying to do. He's trying to stay with us. To catch the revelation. Of who we are in him. Walk with him. Talk with him. So that he can commune with you. At this time. Speaking to his disciples. Knowing. That the birth of Christianity was coming around. Coming into existence. And now the old had to die. In order that the new is born. To have anything that gives birth. It has to have pains of distress. And they certainly were going to go through the pains of distress. And anguish from the law into grace. Until God raised up other doctrines Armenian doctrines then unto John Wesley the old system had to die in order for the new to come in this message who is this Jesus that is called Christ who is this one that's prophesied to be on the road with you and I Who is this one that speaks to you on a daily basis? And sometimes that still small voice gets very, very small. Who is this Melchizedek that is the same yesterday, today and forever? The one that made Abraham is the same one that has come to meet with us. He never had any father, never had any mother, never had any beginning of days nor end of life. He met Abraham and what kind of sign did he perform? Then when he was made flesh, he said it would repeat again before the end time. Where are we at, saints, when a prophet brings us down into the revelation of Melchizedek himself? Where are we at? King of kings, king priest, king Jesus. Where is that city? That comes down from above. Where is she? I'm looking at her. We are in a rapture cycle. We are in the resurrection time. It's no longer man that now speaks. But it's God him now speaking. It's not enthusiasm over a pulpit. It's the word himself. Speaking to people's hearts. When Brother Branham yielded himself completely to the Lord Jesus. God had to come down to a people that were dull of hearing. And say I am the Lord that raised up Christ from the dead. I am the one. I am the Holy Ghost. I am the one that gave that promise. William Branham. Has nothing to do with this. If that point can get driven across when you listen to your next tape, you will realize it's not the voice of a man, but it's the voice of Almighty God speaking to you on this road to heaven. This pathway of life. There is a resurrection to cease. There is a resurrection to seize. Seize it. Paul says I know. Him in the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Being made conformable. Unto his death. That I may share the fellowship of his suffering. By being continually conformed. Or inwardly. The Greek means inwardly. Being changed into his likeness. And if by any means I might attain the resurrection. That will raise him from the dead. I put. I changed the scripture. Forgive me. I didn't mean to add or take away. Not change him. But change me. Tom Ray. To this glorious resurrection. Not as though I've already attained it. Either will remain we perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend that which I've been apprehended. You have been called to this message for this very purpose, and that is to put on the resurrection. Amen. Amen. Those who are alive and remain. Now I think I'm looking at the alive and not the dead. I'm assuming that, Murphy. <laughs> I assume I'm alive. You know that word alive means something here, Abraham. I know you like uh Tesla. Your daddy tells on you all the time. <laughs> if I bought you a Tesla, I guarantee you, you'd be doing backflips and out that door in a minute. What color did you like? Black, okay. A black Tesla is waiting for you out there. He, he would not, you know what alive means? enthusiastic <laughs> he would enthusiastically run out that door and say dad you're the best <laughs> huh so you know here we're talking about something that's going to burn and rust and die and we get so excited for something that is so natural yet yeah, we we do have nice cars but what about the realization of rapture realization the messiah coming by your way Saying, Nathan, I'm walking with you until you get it. And I'm not going to leave you, but you've got to entreat me. Say, Jesus, come into my house. Come to my address. Come with me. Walk with me, Lord. Amen. It's not church building. It's Christ building. Hallelujah. It's you reaching forth. You grabbing a hold. You extending yourself. What time? I'm sorry. I buried my watch. Okay. We're fine. Brother Bram says this. All right. Now I'm going to look at you girls when I say this. Brother Bram said, you scare the people to death. Saying that the end time is here. You're scaring them to death when you tell them the end time is coming. He says, scare the church? My. He said, that's the most glorious thing that could ever happen. The coming of the Lord. The end time. I wish I had it right now. And I don't know about you, but I wish I had it right now amen this resurrection life this coming of the Lord Jesus changing us it's the most glorious thing we need to talk about this this is what we need to talk about we don't need to talk about history we know what the blood does the blood cleanses us from all sin every sin you ever done did and will is covered has everybody got that We got that. Now what we need to know is, Lord, I want that revelation of a rapture change. The blood has come to do as Brother Tim preached on. It's all in it. Everything is in it. It's the most glorious thing that could happen is the coming of the Lord. I wish it was right now. It's the most glorious thing I've ever thought of. Somebody said, oh, the most glorious thing for me, if Peter was here, would be on the beach of Fiji. Now, that's my glory. Ah, that's a good thought for me, too, because we love Fiji. <laughs> huh? We, we got great thoughts. I said to Joanna. we just need a little holiday. We have great thoughts. But this is the greatest thought. Amen. Amen. We'll be there forever and ever and ever and ever and never even want to think about this. It will be glorious, I do declare. And Jesus appeared in another form. God appears in different forms. God keeps appearing. God in Morphe. God in a people. God in a church. God in you. And God in me. My, 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 my. Can you handle this? I know you can. Because I've used this quote before. But it's, it's so fantastic. He said, in them days, it was God in a man, Jesus Christ. We believe that. Not just a prophet, not an ordinary man, not an ordinary human. It was God in Christ, God in a man, the fullness of the Godhead bodily in the man. God in the man now, it's God in men now. The fullness of the Godhead bodily in his entire church. Bring on the resurrection. He is in the entire church. Manifesting himself. Fulfilling the word. Now listen. God tonight. Now this is your prophet. Now. Or is it? Is it now the veil? And behind the veil. God speaking through it. And saying to you. And God tonight in his church. Veiled in his church. With skin on him. Oh my, oh my. It brings it out from just a little gathering now to the reality, God in flesh, God in morphe, God changing his form. He's still the same God tonight, the God that dwells within your here, I turn the page, your skin. God in your skin. The glory of God is behind your skin. Tradition won't see it. Tradition, your idea won't see it. But by you believing the Word of God, you will see this. God in flesh, not in tradition. God behind your veil. God behind my veil. Now, coming down to a wind down. Brother Bram said there's something present here. Something present. Something that's supernatural here. Something that's real here. He knows your sins. He knows all about you. Isn't he the Lord Jesus? That's what I'm telling you. The truth, he's proved it to be true. It's the Lord Jesus that is present here now. Who is this Melchizedek? What is it? This is now the earnest of the resurrection. The body will be changed because it's already started, Brother Ken. It's already started. And we see a decaying body. But he says it's already started. It was once subject to sin. Mire and corruption. But now you've got the earnest. And it's turned your body heavenward. It's turned it heavenly. Now that's the earnest that you're going in the rapture. So you that have been born again. God has given you the earnest to let you know you're not going to miss the rapture. You are already in the rapture. All you're waiting now is for the body to catch up to what's happened on the inside. And Jesus is walking with his body. It's the bride and the bridegroom. Hallelujah. Jesus Called you to be his bride. Won't you walk with me Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone. Hallelujah. It's Jesus himself. If there then. Now. If. We have the earnest of that. And we've been changed. And I got a promise of a new body. And you have a promise of a new body. If you have the earnest of it. Okay. How many, how many people, how many young couples have we got here that have been married within the last two years? One? Oh, yeah, they're very brave men. <laughs> oh, that's better, Caleb. He's way high up. Okay. Okay, Anthony, okay. So, you gave an engagement ring, right? You give an engagement ring. That, in the Greek, is the earnest money. So, you put an engagement ring. Do you remember those days, Louise? You're an old couple now, huh? (laughs) Remember? You put that engagement ring on her finger. That is the earnest. That's the earnest. Because what that is, is telling the bride, the rest is coming. And the rest is the wedding band of unmerited favor and grace has been already now slipped on your hand. And now you're not just engaged, you're married. And you're going to a wedding supper. We're on a road. But it's not a maze. It's a road to a wedding supper. You've got the earnest to it. You slipped on the wedding band. Not just the engagement ring now. It's the wedding band. Of unmerited predestinated grace on your finger. Are you ready to realize what has walked with us these many years? And may this little message just awaken something in all of us. Brother Brown makes this uh, statement now. Now, as I am in this ministry. Now, this is 1958, Brother Murphy. He said, now, as I am in this ministry, it's the manifestation of Jesus Christ's resurrection. Eh, get more than a my out of this. I'll read it again now. Now, as I am in this ministry, what was this ministry? Malachi four. What was this ministry? Luke seventeen thirty. What was this ministry? Revelation ten seven. What was this ministry? And we say, and we all can quote that. Every one of us can rattle that off. But he was trying to tell us what that ministry is. He said, Now I am in this ministry. And this ministry is the manifestation of Jesus Christ's resurrection. Mm. And we wonder why we love it so much, Brother Ken. We wonder why we love this so much, Brother Murphy. We have not been attracted to a church. We have not been attracted to a man. We have not been attracted to anything but the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That's our attraction. And that's why Satan wants to wear you down. And the word wants to build you up. Build you up into the faith. Not talking about this. I'm talking about now. He says my ministry. My ministry. Is the manifestation. Of Jesus Christ's resurrection. You say wow. That's getting pretty heavy brother Tom. Listen to this. Who are you this morning? Who is Christ Jesus? He's in you as much as you let him. Just open up your heart this morning. He'll come in as much as you let him in. As much as you let him in. He's pressing. Trying to get into you. To move into into you today. And you stand off wonder look gaze hold back a little bit don't do that move straight into the kingdom of god that's the hour here now oh how i love him he's coming one of these days i want to see him don't you see him i believe we will see him don't you He's here, now, in all his power, moving amongst his people. What makes the people cry? What's the matter? It's the Holy Spirit moving in. But they don't realize and embrace him. What the prophet's trying to do is encourage you to embrace the Holy Ghost. Believe in him. Hug him to your bosom. Live right. Do nothing that would hinder him. And say. I want you. Wouldn't that be lovely? Just at the end of the service now. Just take your little arms of faith. And say Lord. I want to embrace you. I want to hold on to you. I want to tell you I love you. He said you Lord Jesus. You stand by me. I'm going to stand by you, Father. As you do, He is just pressing to get into you. He wants to get in there. He's wooing you to Him all the time. Just think about that. He's wooing you, Shay. He's just wooing you. He's trying to tell you by His Word, He loves you. I'm walking with you. I'm talking with you. This is not just some airy message somewhere. This is a prophet declaring. As John the Baptist declared the Lamb of God. He's declaring the Lamb of God. is walking with shame. He's walking with you. Oh my. He says look at the dark dingy horrible shadows. That are falling on the face of the earth. On the face of Christianity. What is that showing? It's going all time. Can you say amen? And so then if it's going home time. What is he trying to tell us? What is he trying to tell us? Let's take this last quote before. Maybe well the last couple of lines. Of a quote before we close. In the true Easter seal. Preached on the last what? Three or four services passed on the high priest. Touching the high priest. Touch the high priest. Who did she touch? Different touches. Touch the tree of knowledge versus the tree of life. Two kinds of touches. He says, you see, he's still a high priest tonight that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmity. He said, I've never seen you in my life. You're a stranger to me and I know nothing about you. God does know you. And if he can reveal to me by the Holy Spirit, the resurrected Christ who has come here. And give me a temporary resurrection by his spirit. That my spirit goes away now. And the spirit comes in. Then to let you know. Whether he's alive or not. I don't know you. That's me. And my spirit. We don't know you. But he knows you. And he wants to borrow my body. To prove that he's the resurrected Christ. And what does he say? I'm so happy to loan it to him. To give it to him. Anything he can get out of it. What is he trying to do? He's trying to loan his body to show you the resurrection is here. It's true. The God of heaven who's present. May he heal you and make you well. You say, well, Brother Tom, what are you talking about now? We're talking about a resurrection. We're talking about a change in the body. Don't you know a change in the body is a total healing? You can't put away healing. Brother Bram said from the beginning of his ministry to the end of who is this Melchizedek. You can't do away with healing. Healing is the earnest of the resurrection. So now we know then... He's present here. He's come here to anoint me with the Holy Spirit. May God discern your thoughts and your mind and prove to you that it's Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. What are you going to do? Are you going to hug him? Embrace him? And say, Lord, this little service at Mount Baker camp that we had after Thanksgiving... Are we going to actually realize then who's walking with us on this road to Emmaus. Amen. It was a prophecy of what's going to happen today. We can tell you all about our problems, Lord. We can tell you all about our hurts and our pains and our upsets. But when he was finished, and you can go into the, into the service. And I, I just wrote down here 44 scriptures he probably covered. And Brother Branham gave an example. It was the word that brought them out of their despondency. And it will be the word himself that will lift you up out of your problems. The prophesied word. Shall he say for first prophecy. Genesis 3.15. Come on fellas. You've been going to church since a little boy. Haven't you heard the rabbi say. Genesis 3.15. That there was going to be a woman. That would be a virgin. And she would carry forth the son of God. And that, that seed will bruise the head of the serpent. Didn't he do that? Didn't he do that? And you can go on. From Micaiah 5 to Messiah born in Bethlehem, Isaiah seven fourteen, a virgin would conceive. You could go Genesis 12 and 3. It would be like Abraham and the blessing of God. It could be the descendant of Isaac. And it goes from Genesis. I could just go on and say Messiah, Elijah, Messiah, son of God, Messiah, a Nazarene, Messiah in Galilee, Messiah. And you can go 44 scriptures. And I said to the saints in in Dallas, Texas, eight, eight prophesied scriptures at just eight prophecies is a quadrillion trillion chance of getting it right. These zeros would have to go around the world to let you know 44 prophecies of Jesus Christ being fulfilled. Their hearts burned in them because it was the word. And it was the word manifest for every prophecy. There had to be a fulfillment of that prophecy. So then if there was a prophecy. Brother Bram said of the road to Emmaus. Who's on this road now. To the road of glory. To know that God would come near to you. This Jesus called Christ. And encourage you and stay with you. Till you get it. Till you get it. How sweet is that? That the Holy Spirit would stay with you. He won't leave you nor forsake you. For I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. You don't have to worry about missing the rapture. You are in the rapture. And being in the rapture, God does not do anything undone. He does never do anything undone. He completes his projects. Musicians, why don't you come as we bow our heads? Heavenly Father, taking a little subject of modern events that are made clear by prophecy. And so, Lord, we can look down the road and we can say, there's been an event of Ohio River. In 1933, where a light came down and said, as John the Baptist foreran the first coming of Christ, your message will forerun the second coming. Father, what a tremendous statement and what a fulfillment of it. And then a pillar of fire come down in Houston, Texas and confirm a prophet in this dying generation. Then a prophecy that there would come a time when there would be an open book. And God, you sent forth an angel to come and open the word of God to us. To show us who we are in the word of God. And realize, Lord, we're on this great road of rapture. Father, I'm asking in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you'll prick every heart here this morning. Won't you walk with us, Lord Jesus? Will you take the perplexities. The troubles of life. At this little time Lord. To end all. Disputes. And come down on the scene. And give a peace. A perfect peace. A perfect rest. To a. A bride of Jesus Christ. That is walking with you. Along life's road. speak individually lord jesus because it is an individual walk some missed it some didn't understand it but lord you even came into that little room and opened up their understanding to see the lovely lord jesus and so father i'm asking that you will come in this little room today whether it be here or in cloverdale if our eyes have been lord holden I pray, God, you'll quicken our understanding and the revelation. Lord, be true and real and alive to every heart, Lord. Lift everyone out, Lord, that might be in a doldrum this morning, wondering maybe even why we're here up at the camp. God, there's a reason for everything. God, I pray for perfect peace and perfect understanding. As the saints... Will get ready to close and go their way at home. I pray, Lord, that the grace of God will go with them. And Father God, as we will stay here this next few hours, we pray, Lord, that it'll be a blessed time of fellowship and communion around the King of Glory, the lovely one that is walking with us along this glorious road. Bless your people now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, won't you walk with me, Jesus?
3: Oh, don't ever
1: leave me alone. No, you I never. Let's all stand. No. walks with us. jesus christ may walk with you be with you this afternoon as we run through the raindrops have fellowship with one another and enjoy one another why don't you greet one another this morning god bless you you're dismissed in jesus name